Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast, the official podcast of jaysjournal.com and fansided.com, where we discuss all things Toronto Blue Jays baseball. We'll talk about news, rumors, and game recaps. So whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started with the team, this is the podcast for you. Here's your host, Craig Borden, with co-hosts Jason Lyons and me, Ken Alfred. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast. Good evening, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to the first official Major League Baseball offseason episode. I know it's been a couple of weeks where we, as Toronto Blue Jays fans, have unfortunately already been dealing with the offseason. But here we are. All the rest of the teams are finally part of the offseason after the Texas Rangers win their first ever World Series championship. Jason Lyons is joining me this evening. How are we doing, my friend? Really good, buddy. Um, you know, and, and as much as, and I said this uh or last week, as much as I'm not a Rangers fan, uh, anytime anybody breaks a drought like that, it's it's good. It's funny, you know, when the Cubs broke their drought, there was like, you know, people were going out in the streets and buying Cubs hats and, you know, Eddie Vedder was there. There's all kinds of fun stuff. Texas wins and Bill they, like, Murray. They, they cut to like, like George Bush at his house. Like, you know, like it, just totally oh, different George. things. Yeah, totally different things. I mean, I'm happy for them. It gives a lot yep. of franchises um, that make good moves cha- a chance, you know, inside their fans' heads that they might actually pull one up. Connect! They're Kirkhawks! They're Kirkhawks! Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's nice to see they played dominant baseball. Uh, I mean, every time, the, every time the, the Diamondbacks thought they were getting any kind of traction, Corey Seager and um, Simeon just smashed it right down their throats. Um, that Carter, that left fielder, holy, that guy's a stud. Um, and that one's interesting because that's the that's their Vlad, right? Yeah. Or their Boba yeah. Shet. He's their guy. They didn't even expect him to play in the majors this year. And he not only joined them in the majors, but was a massive Yeah, he was coming out party. It was, it, it was good to see. I mean, I dislike the old Rangers. I, I, I have to say that. I, I don't mind this version of the Rangers. I've always been a Corey Seager fan. Anybody who's that big that's that's in that Ellie De La Cruz height level that can play shortstop as well as he does, and he just makes it look like – I mean, he looks like Trey Turner, but he's, you know, he's 6'6". Yeah. Um, it, it's amazing. And holy, does he swing with, with purpose. Like, you think Vladdy swings hard. Good Lord. Like, Corey Seager is a textbook example of 
what to swing at when you're when you're ahead in the count. Like he he often feels like he's ahead in the count and he crushes. I'm I'm gonna put it back on an old Texas Ranger here and a former Blue Jay as well. I think he follows the Jose Canseco principle: swing hard in case you hit it. Yep, in case it's there. Yep. <laughs> so, but to that point, and I'm surprised it ended the way it did. Usually, usually, good pitching beats good hitting, and that's what was just enough good hit, good pitching wise for the Texas Rangers too. Because I never in a million years figured the offensive momentum that the Arizona Diamondbacks carried into this series were ever going to fall off like they did. I mean, but they're, they're so good, man. I mean, they are going to, it's going to be the Orioles in them for a little while here. I think um, it was nice to see the Diamondbacks get over the hump this year and, and continue to push forwards. I mean, as a Blue Jays fan uh, watching Gabby Moreno turn into the a plus plus premier catcher in the league really rakes me. And then to see Kevin Gosman, crybabying about Varsho not getting a gold glove today. Maybe he should have watched the remainder of the playoffs and then realized what the Jays gave up to get Dalton Varsho, who by no means, I think, deserved a gold glove this year. But um, it was really nice to see Gabby get over, um, you know, and has there ever been a team that had a worst pitching name group than the Diamondback? One of the guys' names is... Like, I mean, it's, it's unreal. They bring another guy out every single time. And you're like, it's how many vowels is in that guy's name? Like, I mean, that's not right. And then the next I buy an eye. Yeah. It's, it, I don't know. It was, it was, uh, though it was the least watched world series in a long time. Um, I thought for entertainment value, it was an excellent series. I thought both teams played well. Um, and again, you know, it's really nice to see some of those Corbin and those other guys come out and, and the whole world get to see them. You know, Vladdy's done it. Bo's done it where the world finally gets to see them. They get out of Toronto or wherever they are and, and under the bright lights. And, and it's nice to see them shine. Like Corbin Carroll was what? Like he, he hit like 800 in the, in the World Series or something goofy <laughs> like, like that. Like, I mean, just going to say. You know, and, and it, even Evan Longoria, you know, old man river at third base there. I know he had to drag a walker out a few times to make a couple of plays, but I mean, you know, he looked great too. So, I mean, it was a fun series to watch. Um, I'm glad it's over, but Longoria was the guy they needed on that team though. That got him over the hurdle as a veteran presence in that dugout. And then you throw in the guys we just had mentioned. And then the secret sauce that they clearly have going on there a little bit. And Corbin Carroll is going to be a perennial all-star. The guy, honestly, I mentioned the name a minute ago, but I don't know if you caught it. He reminds me of Paul Molitor. Oh, Wait, yeah. And hit. 100%. Grit. Yeah. And yeah. combination of bat speed and hitting and, you know, all that other good stuff and actual speed speed. It screams that kind of a player for me. He, he, he's what every... Comparison's more about Kenny Lofton. Oh, God, that's a good one, too. <laughs> I don't know. I might I even go Kenny Lofton. Lofton more than the, I mean, that's a really good comparison, actually. The other one I thought of um, just watching him was Andrew Jones. I always thought Andrew Jones, like, I mean, Andrew Jones was always like, he was just such a gamer all the time. And Corbin Carroll is going to, he, he'll be a first ballot. He, and, I mean, unless something weird happens and he blows his leg out or, oh, yeah. you know, baseball. or his back or <laughs> something. Yeah, or baseball happens. But I mean, 
honestly, every kid that's out there, and I mean, you know, my kids were in the same boat where they they didn't get to, they don't get to see a lot of these guys. And we saw these guys in pre in in uh, spring training when we were down in Arizona. And I mean, mm-hmm. talk about living up to the hype. Uh, you know, like he's great with the kids. I watched him after the one game. He was out there for like forty five minutes signing autos. Like, I mean, he doesn't have to do that. And he's they all be, to be and there. Gabby Moreno's insane. I don't know if you know this or not, but when we were at spring training, he stayed. He would. He played three innings. We watched him play the three. He was out. He mm-hmm. literally signed from the second he walked out. He tried to watch. Like he means in the dugout. He's supposed to be helping out with the other pitchers. But he literally signed every kid's thing that came down and got even close to him. He'd reach up. He even had guys uh, going up on stools to grab stuff and get it and sign it and put it back up. So kudos to the uh, Diamondbacks, even though they lost. And uh, yeah, onward to the offseason. So we're going to talk really quickly gold gloves. There was a gentleman you just mentioned that actually won a gold glove in his rookie season the other day. <laughs> From Arizona? Did you, see, did you see Gabby won a gold glove? Yeah, or he was a finalist? I, I, didn't, I didn't want to bring it up. It, it, it hurt. I had to. It it's saw heart. on a wound right now. It already it hurts, hurts for Blue Jays fans. Yeah, it hurts my heart. It's only hurting it more. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So. What can you do? So let's talk good news for Blue Jays fans is we did get three gold glovers this year, Jason. And unfortunately, one of them's free free. Well, two of them are free agents. That would be the catch. One of them is a high likelihood, I think, of coming back. We'll get to that in a little bit because this is the off-season preview show that we're going to be talking through here tonight. But Matt Chapman wins one. Jose Barrios and Kevin Kiermeyer wins, I think, his third. Yeah. And and I mean, you know. All three very deserving, you know, uh, uh, Barrios, Barrios might be the best fielding pitcher at his position in, in the whole game. I mean, there, there's not a lot of guys that that get off the mound and, and make plays like he does. I also find that he beats the play to first base more, more significantly, just knows the game well. He's a student of the game. I mean, Chapman. Somebody is, practices PVP. <laughs> yeah. Chapman's possibly the most sound third baseman in the game right now. Um, not a lot of balls get by him. Um, you know, so he definitely deserves. And then Kiermeyer, I mean, good for him. You know, like he patrolled center field like a hawk. Um, he 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 had a great season. I'm I'm a little disappointed that I you know that the Jays didn't uh, throw him a bone um, in any kind of way, um, but. You know, I think that it's early. It is early. And so we may see some, you know, some skullduggery in the next couple of months where they're trying to get guys back that, you know, that that they don't want to put a qualifying to. Like, I mean, you know, we're we're going to talk about the Chapman qualifying, but I mean, I've looked at some of the qualifying offers that are out there to some of these guys that are free agents and they're a joke. They're not even close. But again, I didn't realize what a bargain Matt Chapman was this year. Um you know, $12.5 million for a gold glover and everybody was getting on him for what his bat was doing. And honestly, for what you paid, you got the gloves. <laughs> yeah. And you got the bat. Sometimes you got the bat, uh, you know, like he had, he had, he had two months there where he was just crushing the baseball. And um, it, just like you said, let me drop I, this one on you. What if you didn't have his bat in April and May? <sighs> Say goodbye oh. to even the the milky playoff game. We wouldn't have even. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was going. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I had a feeling up, you would agree with me on that. You end up being six or seven games out, maybe more. Yeah, so. because it was it would have been an embarrassment at that point. There was a he carried the offense for the month of April. 
there yeah. really was no rhyme reason or any reason to be ulterior to that. But no, no, hey, 100% is what it is. It's a team effort, right? Yep. So yep. they might not have gotten all the way there. It was a team loss just as much as it was anything. 100%. <laughs> so on that note, let's just dive into it, Jason. Unless there's something else you want to talk on those couple topics there before no, we go I, on to the, obviously talking off-season baseball here. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously the the elephants in the room are the 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 guys that they didn't sign. Um, we can talk a little about those. I'd like to talk about Let's uh, go I mean, to- Chap- Chapman's a good one. I, I mean, the offer was twenty point three, I think, um, which is a decent range, a def- decent raise, but he will make more than that probably significantly more than that. Um, uh, there's lots of teams that need a third baseman. Um, you and I talked just before we came on about the fact that the Jays have decent depth at third base. Um, yep. So, I mean, I, I like that they they made the qualifying offer. We can scoop up a draft pick. Um, but, you know, there's something inside me that that not dissimilar to, you know, Kevin Kiermeyer, or I would like to see him stay. I mean, uh, I think that that I think he proved himself as being as as being a J and wanting to stay a J. Um, I yeah. think if they had pumped that offer up just even a little bit, you might be able to. But I mean, are they looking to the future and saying, you know, maybe Martinez or Barger, we're going to let you guys, we're just going to throw meat in the cage and see what happens in spring training? Like, I, and um, what's his name, Dom um, uh, Lasagna Spaghetti, um, the kid from Surrey, <laughs> Rafael uh, Latigua. Yeah, no, it's um, uh, Dom. Uh, I'll, I can't even say his name. I can't it. even try. I'll see if I can get the like, prospects up. It's Dom Dominic Papa It's like the most Italian <laughs> name ever. Anyways, he played for the Seas uh, last year for a little bit, and then he was gone. That's a little bit. I think he then. he won the um, he won the home run derby at the in, in the um, Mexican league. The AFL and, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Dominic Why am I blanking on Palma name? Jerry? Palma Palma Jerry. I think it's this. I'll find it. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, he, I think Anyways. he's a first baseman, though. Um, but I think I feel like you know there are definitely some 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 holes that that the that we may be able to fill from the farm. So I mean, that could be the thinking. You know, I know that they want to get one more big bat, and and I my thinking is that they're going to maybe go back to the well on somebody that's been a J or else they they're taking a chance somewhere else. Like I, I still think there's, there's a possibility for Guriel. Um, he's a UFA. Is he not? Or is he's a, he's available. He is technically an unrestricted free agent. I don't, I'm assuming that he might go back to Arizona, but we're in that wonderful part of the ballpark in the off season here that qualifying offers. are the only thing that needs to be on the table right now. Yeah. And we can make up so, all kinds of crap. We can we can throw all kinds of crap at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. Um, Maybe Jose yeah. Canseco is coming back just to be that. Well, person. <laughs> how about how about to throw a total? How about to throw a total insane thing out there? How about Vladdy gets traded in the offseason? Who knows? It really right now. I don't know where this team is going, and that's kind of where I wanted to focus on a little bit this evening, as we're going to talk just really quickly. Who we are definitely at least are technically on paper lost at this point, Jason. Hyunjin Ryu, Matt Chapman, Brandon Belt, Kevin Kiermeyer, Whit Merrifield, and Jordan Hicks are te- technically in the free agent pool yeah. as we speak. 
you did mention that we did extend as the Blue Jays uh, a qualifying offer to Matt Chapman, but that's the only thing that's happened so far. All those yeah. other names are technically gone. So Three the roster hits. is down six people right now on yeah. our 25-man roster. Ryu and Hicks are both ones that I'm kind of disappointed in. I actually like Jordan Hicks quite a bit. Um, and it's hard to get somebody that averages three numbers. Um, you know, <laughs> he had some he had some struggles. And when guys catch up to him, they don't stay in the yard. But I feel yeah. like he had, en- he had enough on his off-speed stuff that, that if he had gone to the uh, Chapman school of how to learn how to throw the ball as you get a little older... Um, he may have been able to to really you know do some damage. He will wherever he lands. He's a good pitcher. Correct. I have a strange feeling out of those names that I just rattled off. He is actually the one that has the most likely of a chance of coming back. Mm-hmm. The other I argument disagree. I would make is Kevin Kiermaier because right Which, now we do not have Jack and or shit or <laughs> outfield options in our minor league system, no. um, especially center field right now. If you are looking at what our minor league system depth looks like and the um, fact of who we could be bringing up as an outfielder, you're probably talking about moving Varsho or Springer back to center field and getting somebody to play left field, whether that's Kevin Biggio but there's a whole other problem with Gavin Biggio that we got to talk to too here. And that same lump of people we were just talking about <laughs> that he might be not left field, but the everyday second baseman. So yeah. there's yeah. those kind of things that are going on as well. But there is, there's some guys that could play left field for us. I look at Spencer Horowitz who had just a great season in AAA, but never yeah. really got that chance to really put his, especially his offensive talents on display for the Blue Jays. I think everybody got that glimpse, kind of just like what we saw from the Buffalo Boys. But there is a chance there. But to that point, maybe Biggio, excuse me, is your left fielder. And maybe Davis Schneider is your all-day second baseman. Yeah. So there's some moving parts in the Blue Jays system that I think regardless of what's going on, they could fill any of these holes that we were just talking about from those gentlemen that were on that list. But Jason is that how they really want to attack it after a team season where they were, we're running this all the way until the wheels fall off. Unfortunately, the wheels fell off, I think in game one of the wild. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, and if you go and take a look at some of the potential free agent outfielders, it's weird because it's all sort of a class of people that we know, or that are one degree removed from the Jays. Um, You know, you've got your, your Cody Bellingers and you've got your Lourdes Gurriel juniors and you've got, um, you know, a few guys out there, there's, there's no, you know, there's no real diamonds in the rough, but there are some guys that seriously improve their games this year. And, you know, Lourdes is only what about 27 or something like that. So he's not, you know, he's, he's one of the younger he's ones. Thir- on oh, he's 30. List. Um, but you know, yeah. even, which is still even, one of the younger ones on this list. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, you know, and I think that, that, and Tay Oscar, he's obviously, you know, in the highest part of that, the ranking of the guys that are available. But oh, I mean, I, I think my brain that, works. Um, <laughs> I, just, I got one for you. Oh, hit me. I just think I looked at the most Blue Jays move on the planet. Yeah, let me skimming hear Skimming through this list. Harrison Bader, center field. Yeah, I mean, he could at least grow <laughs> his hair back out and, and look like a normal human again. <laughs> like, geez, Louise. He, talk about if, if, if he's not the most unrecognizable guy, there's three. As soon as they go to, went to the Yankees, it was like, I don't even, that, that guy needed to trade his, change his driver's license picture. Bader, 
Andrew McCutcheon, he had to cut off all his dreads to go there. Like years of growing those dreads just out and not the to door. Culture. And then uh, <laughs> Rudinez Odor was the most. I mean, that oh, guy was, I didn't even know it was the same guy. unrecognizable. And they said his name. I remember watching a game and they were, I was like, there's another guy named Odor. Like, how would <laughs> that's not possible? But um, I, if you, and then if be, you're listening to it on Yankee feed like me, you just assume that Michael K just butchered his first name and last yeah, name. Yeah. Yeah. Just some dude. <laughs> up in the DR. Um, yeah. But it's, you know, I, I think that this is, this is the time where, where we can spitball a lot and we can, we can really start to, to see the the you know the made up trades and the the you know the hope we cans and the wish we coulds and all the rest of that and yeah. it's so early that you don't know what the Jays are going to do you don't know who they're going to throw a bone to I mean the guys like David Schneider like holy like to not use him in those two playoff games to have the season that he had and then the biggest question marks are can he even come close to that on a regular basis for a whole year. Um, yeah. Calvin Biggio, Calvin Biggio has made, in my estimation, has probably jumped up the highest level of that group of guys. But yeah. you know, all of the the Buffalo club that came up, they all you know ha- have shown some some real moxie in, in the way that they cracked the lineup and held the Jays together. So all of those guys are going to get a shot. And then, like I said, you know, Barger and Martinez, they're both going to get a shot. And I mean, who knows? You know, maybe they, maybe the way that they need to go is they need to stop messing around and start sticking with some of the youth and the guys that that you know, like a couple of years ago when they did go with with Bo and Vladdy and and Biggio and all that, and then they sort of let it get off the rails with some weird picks and some weird additions and stuff like that. Maybe just stick with the cupboard. It's the you know the devil you know is sometimes better than the devil you don't know. Yeah, well, to be this person, you know, that horrible thing that just seemed too Blue Jays of a move to me. Um, SportTrack.com is predicting that Harrison ba- Harrison ba- Bader is going to uh, get $15 million this year Jesus. in a contract. That's a $10 million raise, and I'm kind of sitting here going, for what? <laughs> I mean, he was awful. <laughs> I honestly, I think that was just as much the Yankees system as it was anything else. But um, this is a guy that was a, correct me if I'm wrong, second up, third round pick, 100th overall in 2015. And he was predicted by every scout to be a top 25 prospect for all those years he was in. So, like I said, the nice thing about that is he's not going to be 30 until opening day. So he's in that same ballpark we were just talking about with bringing Guriel back, but then at least he's a center fielder that has good defense. Yeah. Um, so this could be a higher upside KK. Yeah. Or else, Possibly. I mean, or else I like the fact that there is KK and there is an opportunity probably to throw him a bone and he would probably stay. He's already moved. He's got his family there and, and, you know, he really did entrench himself with the fans. Um, so he's a guy predicted could, to get the same salary as he got last year. So which eight, is what eight, eight, nine million. Do it right now. Like, come on. Who are you kidding? Like, why would you even qualify him? Like, it's silly. Anyways. Um, well, yeah. Well, that that kind of price you don't pay to qualify is otherwise you just got to pay him $20 million when he currently accepts it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. But to that point, um, the other outfielders, like you said, on this list are – can't say any reason worth the money that they would want no. outside of maybe Cody Bellinger. Which again, and that I would mean, be a sneaky move, but you're talking a lot of money to bring Cody Bellinger in, a risk too, I think. Well, 
I mean, who do, who are you going to get? You're going to get because there's Dodgers Cody Bellinger, and then there was last year's Cody Bellinger, and then there was that dude who was around for a year and change in between. Um, there's you know. there's every uh, every other year Cody Bellinger. He is the most Giants esque player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's uh, he, he's he's it's crazy his ups and downs. But I mean, with hot with guys like that, that you know the payoff can be very high, and so sometimes Correct. you take a floater. Yeah, and honestly, the only thing that really changed is his slugging percentage last year. Yeah, if you project the stuff out from the year prior to that, and where he he sprinkles in a few more hits, a few more home runs, it would have been a very very similar looking season. His you know percentage numbers are not far from each other. You talk for his main pieces of his career, it's kind of on top of each other. Yeah. Going from a 210 batting average all the way to a 307 is a slight jump. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit. Just then, a like bit. you said, three years from, you know, after basically being in every commercial with Christian Yelich, which by the way, same guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that, you know, MVP, MVP, MVP. And um, yeah, here we are. And, he finally looked like that last year, getting close to hundred RBIs again. Yeah. So the Blue Jays offense, if you put him in around Bo and Vlad, it might look a lot different. It might look more like that. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, is as crappy as it is for the Jays to have not been involved in the rest of the playoffs. It is sort of fun to start to, to move the chess pieces around and, and start to get creative. You know, it'd be interesting two months from now to just sort of lay out, an infield and an outfield and a batting order and, and sort of see where you land with these different things. But, you know, and then you've got question marks. I mean, did Dalton Varsho do enough to like, to even stay on the, the regular roster? Like, I mean, I'm not joking when I say that, like, I wish I wasn't. It hurts. It's, it, it's, it's a real question. Like he's going to have to come out of it, go into training camp hard and, and, and earn a position because, I mean, yeah. he's going to have the specter of the trade hanging over him forever. And then... Especially now. Yeah. And so <laughs> he's got to go, go out and crush it. <laughs> and I don't know if he's got it in him. So, I mean, maybe that creates its own situation, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to point this out to you here, too, because as we talked about that free agent list, there is technically an opening at second base right now. Yeah. Do you want to take a wild guess who the top second baseman, according to Sport Track, is? right now on the free agent market oh, <laughs> are you looking at it? it's probably not a very good one no i'm not because it kind of hurts i was oh really and it's like yep that ain't ever happening oh who is it it's adam frazier a guy that destroys the toronto blue Jays. oh yeah well i mean you never know he may it, he may do so well you know that might be a good one because it may be the the rare air in toronto that he that he, that he you know that he likes so well I mean, it very well could be like that. And to that point, I I like Adam Frazier. And honestly, it's a nice way of stealing somebody from the the uh, Baltimore Orioles here that they like too, and maybe force yeah. their hand a little bit to hurry up and just bring up Jackson Holiday to play second base that yeah. short. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, but um, on that note, I it's Adam Frazier and freaking really falls off a cliff from there. Brad Miller yeah. being the next best guy. <laughs> I, I don't even know who that is. That was my point. <laughs> who yeah hey star lord <laughs> oh, sorry brad miller if you ever want to be on the cast we'll have you 
It's a little different at third base. At least there's some other guys, but like I said, they fall off of a cliff pretty quickly. And based on last year's salaries alone, there was technically two guys getting paid more than uh, Matt Chapman, who is obviously part of the free agent class that we just talked about. Um, that is Justin Turner and Evan Longoria. I don't see any reason in hell why the Blue Jays would bring in one of those two gentlemen. I would say if we only had one minor league option at third base, but we have two. And technically, we could find some other ways to even get some other things going, I think. But you have Aralvis Martinez and Addison Barger that could play third base and are both shortstops and third basemen by trade. Yep. That, like I said, if I had one chance for a rookie to fail, maybe I'm thinking one of those guys. Yeah. But when I have two guys, I really it's, I'm going to be shocked if the Blue Jays don't do anything at do anything at third base. Yeah, I mean it's you know it's it's I feel like you know like I said I feel like there's a lot of good depth at third and um, you know the one old man river chance that I you know I've got my fingers crossed for is Joey Votto. Um, you know I I would love to see Joey Votto in a Jays uniform. I know how much it would mean to him to play a year for the Jays. Um, you know, one of the most storied um, Cincinnati Reds, he, he probably a first ballot hall, um, just genuinely an awesome dude. Like just the good interactions, the bad interactions with the fans, the whole thing. Um, yeah. It, it, and if they have a and good projected year projected to get a whole five and a half million dollars this off season, <laughs> it's a no brainer. It's a no absolute no brainer. Even if I pay him what we paid, you know, Kevin Kiermaier last year, eight, He's going to hit better than Brandon Bell, even if he's yep. DHing every day. Yep. And he can still That's play first base. Yeah. Like yes. where Brandon Belt has no mobility, couldn't play first base to save his life, you you at least get a guy who can still play first, right? I don't care if he's older. I really right. don't. There's right. something about Joey Votto that screams just he's going to be out there one way or the other. Mm -hmm. And there was a point in this season this past year, and I think you know what I'm talking about. You were, I think that was when your family went to go to the Reds game, when the Blue Jays were there, right? Yeah. He went on an absolute tear. It, it, it kind of helped carry that team to perennial playoff ballpark. Yeah. The Reds I mean, if, if, had no business. Being in the if playoff Encarnacion and Dela Cruz could have hung on and and been as good as they were, they would have made the playoffs. And Joey Votto just took that whole team. And it's I will say this, Cincinnati, shame on you for not giving him one more. Um, he, he, he's looking. He was looking for his swan song in Cincinnati. Um, he should have been able to do that. Um, you know, there's been other, there's been other organizations. I'm perfectly happy to help out where Cincinnati failed. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Here's that. So the guy's got 356 career home runs. He's got over 2000 hits. This is in today's era of baseball. Jason, there is not many players that have the even collective stat group that I'm looking at out no. here, especially for as many years as he's been good. And like I said, he came off the DL hot. Yeah. And then when the team went, he went down. He's now, that I will say this. He's, you know, he, he certainly hasn't maxed out his games in the last, you know, three of the last four years. Like, uh, in 2021, he played 129, but 54 in 2020, 
91 in 2022 and 65 in 2023. Now that's, you know, partly age and injury and, and other stuff. But I mean, for 6 million bucks, who gives a crap? Like, I mean, that's it. But just to be that person, Brandon Belt only got in 100 games to begin with. Yeah. I mean, so if he could find that even balance of 80 and, you know, yep. we have somebody else that we could play, you know, we're going to have to find bats for Kirk and Jansen. Yep. <laughs> you know, there's that whole wild card here in this whole bit, too. And yep. there's, I think there's something there that can make that work for the right price. And I think that would be the guy in our locker room that really would bring up the Vlaz and Bose and everybody and just gel everything together the way we were hoping it would the last few years. I think the biggest problem in this whole thing is that George Springer is not the only veteran that can have a say on things. And I think he might be in the ballpark of the goofball a little too much and not the, you know, like Joey Votto, I think that would come in and write the ship. Don't yeah, get me wrong. It down. You've seen Joey Votto. He can be the biggest goofball in Major League Baseball. <laughs> but he likes <laughs> to win. Some he of the likes to win interviews. more than yeah. He likes to win more than he likes to certainly likes to lose. And so, I mean, yes. if he's gonna if he's gonna offer them anything, he's gonna offer them the 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 fact that he hates losing. And if he was to come to Toronto, he does he wouldn't want to be an embarrassment. He wouldn't want to come there, you know, and hit a buck twenty seven and you know, be a liability at first base. He, you, you might get the best year of Joey Votto's entire career. If this happens, um, yes, you and I both know that there's that one of the top, you know, he's a top, top, top player. He's still got gas in the tank. I mean, it could be a perfect storm for him to, to, you know, Kevin Kiermeyer it for no lack of a better way to, you know, I'm going to quote one of my favorite of baseball movies for you. And I'm going to see if you can remember and name the movie. I don't care what you did in your career. I want to milk the last of every little baseball juice out of you that we can for this year. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's funny when you, you know, it's funny when you get like, it's, it's unreal to, to sort of think um, about some of those guys who've done it. Some, you know, like there's certainly been some guys and then like your Adam Wainwrights and stuff like that, that, you know, the one thing he hasn't done is, is pinch hit. And so they, they let him pinch hit this year, you know, like, I mean, just fun stuff like that. And, um, what movie was that from? I can't remember. Moneyball. He was talking to David justice. Oh, right. David justice. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Which is a they're... six degrees from Marsha Pyra movie. If you yeah. all didn't pay attention that much earlier in the ball, early in that movie. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's funny too, because you, you based on some of those, those analytics, which, you know, we won't get into how they hurt the Jays in the playoffs, but, um, you know, you could have a real positive experience from the analytics to bring somebody like, yeah. like Votto on. It, it would look good. Yeah. I really, you can't get better PR than bringing a guy that literally has done interviews in a Mountie uniform over the years. Yeah. <laughs> in this locker room. Crazy. And then, like I said, he knows how to win and he's been through everything baseball has to offer except for one damn Thing, and that he doesn't have the ring to go with the career and he nope. has a chance that the blue jays pull their head out of their asses and get him on this team <laughs> i don't i don't disagree <laughs> so that's plugging in some of the holes jason i so those are some of the positions that the major league baseball gods have dealt us in the midst of unfree agent or free agency and everything those are holes we have to fill yeah in the midst of this 
looking at the Blue Jays in collective fashion, where do you say goodbye to your credit card rewards? Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. See the Blue Jays having to spend the most amount of time this offseason. Well, you got to replace Ryu. That's that is number one. So they're going to have to go out and either, you know, whether it's um, uh, what's his name or um, uh, the young kid. Um, Oh, you're talking about the um, Japanese gentleman? You know, you love him. You, uh, he's already on our team. Um, why does oh, bringing in all... uh, bringing Manoa back? Well, no, I mean, I don't know if you read. I wasn't. Oh, gonna, Ricky, Te- was... Ricky Tiedman. Tiedman. Tiedman's who I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Tiedman's got a chance, but they still do need to get one other guy. So, I, I read a very interesting article, and it, I mean, they won't go into what Manoa did, which. It, it boggles it my me. mind that they just won't talk about it. But there was a lot of talk that there's two teams that are very interested in getting it. Now, whether those... That's that Saudi teams, Arabian team, right? No, no, no. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, that would be a good one. I don't know who you'd get back. You might get. You might not like what you get back in that trade. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to say it because there's all this shit all over Twitter. And so, hey, look, you got drafted. <laughs> We're going to have to talk about that later. Um, but yeah, I mean... That's a whole other thing. But it scares the, me with him. So I'm, the Dodgers but his and the Giants. Seen him. Yeah, the Di- Dodgers and the Giants have expressed interest in him. Now, I mean, yes. you probably wouldn't get a bag of balls for him, but... Um, at least he'd be gone and you wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to worry about it. And then you could target two starters. Um, I mean, after that, you, you, it would be really great to get a lefty bat that, that, you know, just can crush baseballs. Votto might be able to fill that void a little bit. Um, Guriel might be able to fill that void a little bit, but it's, you know, it sort of gets down to, it's really hard. I mean, I would say, I don't know. I don't know if there's one spot that I would pick as being the linchpin. Um, I think those two two starters are going to be a major, major, major thing. And, you know, to go and have a look via trade or even, you know, the guys that are available, um, you know, like I really like Jordan Montgomery from the Rangers. Um, he, and he is a, a UFA. Oh, my God. I, yep. And he just seems like such a down-to-earth dude. and and um, you know, it's, it's, I know, know John, he would love to come to the AL East and stick it to the Yankees for yeah. trading him in the midst of a playoff race. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aaron Nola, Aaron Nola's out there. I like him too. He's a, he is a solid pitcher that you can hang your hat on. Um, and, and I mean, of course there's Blake Snell who, I mean, the, 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 the Padres can't even pay <laughs> They're not their so rent. budgeted. Yeah. They can't even pay their rent in the, in the stadium. So, I mean, 
we could maybe get Soto Snell and a two-way deal for a, just a big old <laughs> sack of money, you know, so they can, or just a can, bunch of prospects Just trade the farm here. You guys take this, give us, give us Soto and his crazy, crazy money. <laughs> we'll figure the rest out. Yeah. Cause at that know. point, then you go, that, that solves our left field problem. Then you yep. put Varsho or whoever in center and, or Varsho can sell popcorn or something. I don't know. Can he warm up? <laughs> he could be the, I, you know what? He could be the bullpen catcher. We gotta, there you go. We got a spot there for him. Or just the backup catcher, for your point. But to that point, I still think there's something there for Rajo, but he has to do it in spring training and get everybody thinking about something about and flipping yeah. the page. And it's going to be a yeah. tall ask. It really is. It is. That's a lot of pressure on somebody. Huge. Um, Huge. If you don't bring back Jordan Hicks, I am worried about this bullpen. That was a problem yeah. this year, Jason. And that was in a point where our starters had length 99% of the season outside of the wonderful weirdism what uh, was that Alec Manoa situation that we were just calling out. So in the yeah. midst of this, somebody's got to eat up these innings. Yes. And I can't say that we have the backfill in the minor league system. No, so, I don't think we do either. I think that's definitely a um you know it's definitely a hole um i mean there aren't too many teams out there that have that have great middle relief like it it's amazing to me in a in a game where you know pitching is so key and so important that so many teams struggle finding middle relievers and i know it's it's hard to potentially take a starter and put them there or do other things like that but i mean if if my career is starting to dwindle a bit, but I still got some some zip on my fastball, I mean, I'm okay that you you want me to pitch from the third to the sixth inning. You know, yeah. I get to relax. I don't have to go in and start. I, you know, I can I can have some spits and and have a Gatorade <laughs> and then head in. Yeah, I mean, but on that note, there is a impressive relief pitching class this off season, highlighted by a former Blue Jay right now in Liam. Uh, Liam Hendricks, yeah. Josh Hader is a free agent right now, technically. Um, yep. Will Smith, David Robertson, Craig Kimbrell, Matt Barnes is another guy that would be a fun one, I think. Yeah. Uh, Nick Martinez, Drew Pomerantz, Joe Kelly. These are guys that are that would complement Jordan Romano really, really well. Cowboy Joe. And, yeah, Cowboy Joe. Outside of Josh Hader, obviously, because he'd be if you bring in Hader, he's taking the job as a closer, especially yeah. after finding it again after the whirlwind that was that trade from Milwaukee that really screwed him up, I think, for a mental lapse there at the end of that season. But he came back yeah. last year with Josh Hader. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or you could just really, really scrape the bottom of the barrel here and just go fucking wicked old school Blue Jays and get Aaron Loop back. Loop. <laughs> Uh, I'm not ready to ride that train again. No, no way, man. <laughs> I'd I'd get down to. I mean, Araldis Chapman. Um, you know, like Matt Moore. He's a he's a five, <laughs> he's a five so million dollar. Teams. He's a five million dollar pitcher that can get you some. You know, one or two. Um, yeah. You know, there's a few guys in there that are are decent. Yeah, decent dollar wise. Um, you're not crushing yourself. That helps us both. Ki- I think. Even Kimbrel at nine million isn't that bad. Will Smith at six million, no. I'd do that. That's a that's a yeah. half a haircut for him. Um, <laughs> like literally, like he'll just do that side of his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, there's a few guys out there. Yeah, I I just I'm really scared for where, like I said, we don't have that filler. In Jordan Jordan Hicks only makes one point eight million. Hold on, yeah, Let's but he's just... never gonna get that. That was his arbit- last year of arbitration. Show. Oh, okay, okay. He'll get he'll okay. get paid. 
they'll yeah. get paid. I was like, what? So, yeah, I didn't see him on the list. Here. He's way down there. I would. He's way down, but he's down. Um, uh, in that's the because of where set. he was. Yeah. He's so, but anyways, a, he'll just make, above Buck Farmer. He's going to make market value. Yeah, he'll make market value this year for somebody. Oh, there, there's decent. my new favorite relief pitcher right there, Buck Farmer from the Cincinnati Reds. There you go. Actually, he actually did have a decent year last year. I know. Um, but yeah, I, there's a, like I said, there's just so many guys on this list that are, you know, the the reason I think the Blue Jays need to find a way to spend and take. Jordan Hicks on in this is because he's the youngest one on this list. Yeah. He's got sure. the most miles left. All the rest of these guys, you're paying for a year. Yeah. And you're hoping that they get through without blowing out a disc or blowing out an elbow or, you know, falling in the shower or something strange like that. You know, like <laughs> playing Guitar Hero and wrecking their hand before the freaking yeah. World Series. Yeah. Because, yeah. yes, that happened. <laughs> There's been some odd ones. Baseball 2015 like- White Sox. <laughs> hockey has some weird ones um but uh, you know the joe sackick one where he put his hand in the snowblower there's that one i like that one um but the major league baseball Boy. always has some weird ones like you know weird well just even put another weird one out here there's guys like phil maton who pitched in the, a couple of the last world series that yeah. are on this list you know, so I'm not as worried about them finding a reliever, but I think they need a few off of this list. Not so very sexy, hoping, but it's we do need them. Yes, the biggest catch on that whole thing with me, Jason, is you're if you're going to fill it internally, you're looking right at Nate Pearson, and I'll give you fifty fifty on which Nate Pearson shows up. I think he was trending in the right direction, but still not a sure thing. Um, or you're dipping into would-be starters in the minor league level, like Josver Zuletas and the, you know, the, the guys that are on the prospect list just under Tiedemann, you yeah. know, or maybe yeah. even Ricky Tiedemann yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Alec Manoa, if the thing goes that direction. Yep. Um, whatever guy doesn't make the fifth spot could be somebody that makes the reliever. Yep. Yep. And that's the old school meant, um, not meant to, montage of major league baseball. If you're not good enough to be a starter, that means you're a relief pitcher. That's yeah. the old school <laughs> yeah. fun of it, right? And so, I think you, you might our, see some more of that too. I mean, you've got some guys who are, are getting a little long in the tooth and they've still got deals with teams. And so you may see a guy get moved to some short relief or some mid relief. They mm-hmm. still know they can get a couple of innings out of you. And most guys, they're, they're, spinning stuff gets dirtier as they get older because they just don't have the a la Harris from uh, major league, a little Vaseline <laughs> ball coming at you. Um, but to that point, like I said, I just don't see the, you know, there's going to be a, I think they're going to have to get two or three guys off that list of yeah. relief pitchers to be able to really agree. get over the hurdle here. Yeah. Um, but if they don't use any of those guys we were just talking about for starting pitchers, outside of the two-way phenomenon that is Shoei Itani, who is not going to be able to play until August, probably. Maybe a little sooner if he's just DHing, kind of like what Bryce Harper just did at first base over the last bit of the season. He was not expected to be back um, for having the Tommy John surgery and shit. So um, that's what Shoei went through at this point. Um, Next on the list are uh, accoutrement of, you know, really good pitchers. But... I don't see why in the hell uh, Sport Track seems to think that Clayton Kershaw is still worth almost $40 million a season. 
as the quote unquote best pitcher outside of Shohei Itani. Yeah. Um, Aaron Nola is on that list. Julio Rias, who is probably, in my opinion, the most bang for the buck. On I like him a lot because he's I, also I, the youngest. I got nothing but time for him. But I, I don't see the Blue Jays with the payroll they have in their first in their starting pitching already turning around and flipping that bill. But that is what uh, Yunjin Ryu made this past season. So maybe they technically have the money if they want to stay at the same avenue of ballpark they are. Is Brendan paid twenty million it, this last year? Is the guy that they picked up from the Cubs? Is he a starter or a lever? I honestly would have to look. I can't remember. I'm looking right now. Um, Brandon, um, Brandon but outside Little. that, like you, yeah, Brandon Little. Um, but Blake Snell, Eduardo Rodriguez, not the sexiest of names either, as far nope. as things go. But then you get into like we were talking about Sonny Gray. Is he on the wrong side of it? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jordan Montgomery, I think, is the nice piece to this, and a lefty arm too to go Love with Jordan what Montgomery. is now a very not left-handed rotation. <laughs> <laughs> um Michael Waka eh. um Stroman mm. I think he's going to be more money than we want to pay I agree. he's going to want more money than he thinks he's worth um then you get into the Clevers the Clevengers the Lucas Giolitos which honestly that one might not be a bad idea no he's not bad there's, a few, Giolito, there's a few Giolito who's a guy could be an ace yeah could be an ace nuggets Maybe you throw a buck at Luis Severino and hope you get Lu- the real Luis Severino back. Yeah. And just piss the Yankees off. <laughs> oh, yeah, <of> <laughs> um, but I, they, they're going to need to find a fifth starter. And yep. I can't say that they have that exactly in hand, especially with those couple wild cards. I do think that Ricky Tiedemann is going to take a nice step. But is it going to be the step that we need it to be to be him that fifth starter come opening day? Yeah, I would think he's the, oh my God, something went wrong and somebody got hurt. You call up Ricky Tiedemann and you run with it, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. I mean, unless he just comes flying out of, of, uh, of I mean, I, Nate Pearson's another Which one. Which he could. <laughs> yeah, and Nate Peter Pearson's another one who could really impress coming out of training camp this year. I, I feel like Nate, although it's been said a couple of times before, I feel like Nate is right on the cusp here. Uh, he's either going to get it this year and he's going to, you know, he's going to be able to stick and throw and, and do what he's supposed to do, or it might be the end for him. I mean, it's, you know, he, yeah. you can be a career minor leaguer, but you shouldn't be with the kind of pedigree that that guy's got. So, oh. you know, hopefully he can turn it around and, and, and they can make something out of it. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's stuff, there, there's stuff out there. There's Stuff yeah. on the vine. Imagine if say. Pearson actually finds it enough to be Jordan Mont or Jordan Hicks. Yeah, I know. You wouldn't I mean, have, they have the same velocity. Yeah, yeah. It's the, oh. the stuff is that good. It's yeah. just a matter of like you said, he hasn't found that thing to unlock it consistently. We've seen the flashes. I'm very intrigued and still very curious to see what happens with Nate Pearson, but. I do think we and we talked about it even on this show this past season, Jason. <laughs> He's the heir to the throne of going toward the back end of the bullpen. And you saw it. It was going well for at least 20 innings at the major league level. And then the hamster fell off the wheel and he never made it back up from Buffalo. Part of that is I think he became the outside guy looking in when you acquire Hicks and all these other guys. And then Trevor Richards figured it out again after coming back for the injury and all that kind of good stuff. Um, So, but that's where I think I want to wrap the show Go ahead. I, I was, I, I just, you know, it's it, it, as soon as I said, 
Nate Pearson got me thinking. So that was just my brain. I was a bit of a, you know, like it's, it boggles <laughs> my mind that that kid can't just get in there and rip. Um, but you know, we got, I, I don't know. I, I didn't even look to see if he's pitching anywhere. Like if he's in the Mexican league or if he's doing any of that stuff, I assure, I'm, yes. I'm assuming he is, he's, he's still pretty young. Um, but you know, oh, that's news I didn't see. What's that? <laughs> Did you see that Steven vote? got uh it became the manager of the cleveland guardians today no i saw something else i saw that the yankees or the mets stole a guy from the yankees to manage them um um, i don't know i was i it was the mets i I thought so i thought the mets took somebody from the yankees or the cubs did either way anytime you steal anybody from the yankees i'm fine with it (laughs) (laughs) but the only reason i just saw that is chris bassett obviously being teammates with steven vote back in the day um was congratulating them on uh in the family oh i got you Cleveland. so so the uh cool. the the uh this just in we need the the breaking news um the, yeah the <laughs> angels have made an extending offer to shohei otani shohei otani and it yeah. is less than than matt chapman Ooh, 20 million <laughs> point three there it is oh lord Uh, craig council craig council council's moving to the uh to the cubs holy they're gonna pay him 40 million that's what it was but to that point i love craig council i do too i I can't believe that the i can't believe the brewers that that's not that big of a move as far as you know the the landscape of the whole country here in the united states and canada where he could have landed as a coach that wasn't a very big move from milwaukee to Chicago. <laughs> no, no. Uh, there was one other piece of Blue Jay news today that we actually forgot to talk about. It pertains to the bullpen conversation we were just having. The Blue Jays did exercise the option on Chad Green. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so he is a Blue Jay for twenty four, right? twenty five. Yeah. Yes. I like that move. I like Chad Green. I think the guy's got ice in his veins. Um, I think, uh, <laughs> given the opportunity of a full year, I feel like he will really perform as a J and, and we'll, you know, near the end of, you know, in the summertime, we'll be, we'll be talking about how dominant he has been in the innings he has pitched. Yeah. And maybe that's the reason at the moment, we're not hearing a lot of news on any other bullpen pieces. Maybe is that what that's a, that's an adder. That's a big oh, yeah, adder for that sure. you didn't Vidyad. have this season. You imagine having him when we were having to start Trevor Richards. For Alec Manoa, (laughs) you had Chad Green in the bullpen still. You still have somebody like Chad Green that could do this. Trevor Richards, that made the the hair on the back of my neck stand up. That was like you saying Jimmy Garcia from the summer. There it is. (laughs) Early Jimmy Garcia. (laughs) To that point, Jimmy Garcia ended up finishing the season very, very well. I know. Props and oh, he was so bad pretty damn efficiently early <laughs> he was <in> the year. <laughs> so bad <laughs> so but is what it is so yeah um but that's where it is and um i want to just talk super super duper oh my god theoretical you threw one out there that the blue jays might trade somebody that if you are trading vlad to somebody who are you getting in return because that's regardless of what he's been doing Everybody in Major League Baseball has the same level of praise for yep. Vlad Jr. And I don't think his value is de- demeaned by the last two seasons at nope. all when you saw what he did three years ago. And the American Who are you teams, getting in return if you're getting him? 
Oh God. I mean, it, it, it has to be ridiculous or it's two or three ridiculous major league ready guys. I would say it would be two, two major league ready guys and a very high level prospect. Um, I would think it would be a prospect akin to Moreno, um, you know, at that level where you're taking somebody's top dog from the farm uh, who is only a couple years away. So, I mean, the teams that might be interested in a guy like Vladdy are uh, Arizona. I mean, their first baseman just folded up and died in the, in the um, Walker. Uh, I'm just unbelievably bad in the world series and not great in the playoffs at all. And, defensively he's about the same as Vladdy so you know if if Vladdy could have a turnaround with you know with Gabby and with with uh with uh Lourdes you know they're they're kind of the Blue Jays light anyways um you know that might be a a place for that I don't see Vladdy going to a place like the the uh, the the Yankees or um he it's just not it's not in him it's it's not in him to shave his dreads it's not in him to to cut his beard it's not it's not in him so then you have to start to look at the teams that you know la dodgers la dodgers yes for sure um you know i think he would thrive in that uh you know in a heavy spanish-speaking market um you know even the giants like there's teams that need for it's funny because the corners are what's hot right now. I mean, you need first baseman and you need third baseman around the league. Yeah. They don't have strong. And typically those are your two highest paid guys on the team. Um, so, I mean, I feel like if you were to, the Dodgers don't have a ton of stuff to offer back. I don't think right now, I don't know their farm system well enough, but I mean, if, yeah. if you, the, 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 Giants sure do. The Giants have lots of prospects and lots of good young players. Um, even a team like Seattle, like I mean, I would hate to see him go there, but I mean, yeah. Seattle's got the prospects, they've got the money, and they've got the availability to get rid of it. And who do they have? Ty French, France, Ty France. Yeah, Ty France. He's terrible. So I mean, you know, and and how much would Vladdy love to be a Mariner? I mean, it's a great place to play. It's very similar to Toronto. Um you know, it's, he, he would be welcomed with open arms. Um, you still haven't answered my question though. Which, what are you, who are you getting? <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> it's, it, it, it'd be so ridiculous. I feel like, I feel like, so it's let's, hy- happen, let's hypothetically say, <laughs> yeah, let's hypothetically say it's, it's, you know, it's Seattle. So you're probably yeah. getting, um, I mean, you're certainly not getting J-Rod, but you're getting yeah. maybe Suarez from third. Um, and maybe, you know, one of their, their, their good young outfielders. And then I don't know their prospect system, but I know they have a couple of heat, just, um, smoke throwers down in the minors, um, that you might get, be able to get your hands on. There's lots of teams, man. I mean, look at the Mets, the Mets are a mess. You know, are they going to start fishing for stuff like this? For sure. They need somebody to, I mean, they blew it this year and they need somebody yeah. that they can put their hitch their cart to this year and try and become relevant again. Um, so you want to hear my uh, where yes, I was going and I'm I glad absolutely you didn't go there. <laughs> um, I'm looking at a certain cannonball that the Blue Jays could literally splash here. And that is you steal key Brian Hayes and Brian Reynolds from the Pirates for Vladdy. Well, they owe us along one too. with probably a probably a prospect they owe us one it would it would be something like that 
I think. You're going to take on a pile of money, some good Major League Baseball players, and yep. like you said, a prospect for Vladdy and maybe some chunk change in the minor league system too. And, and I'd love but to be I, able to – But just so you, before yeah. all the Blue Jays fans start blowing up the freaking voice chat and everything, I'm not saying this is going to happen. <laughs> I am. I'm saying he's going to get traded, so blow it up all you want. <laughs> there it is this is why this is a 50 50 conversation man yeah <laughs> so but to that point i i don't know and to that point this off season for blue jays fans could be very interesting or very very no. yeah. very boring yeah i don't it's, think there's gonna be a lot in the middle the, there's the start is gonna be really bad <laughs> the start is gonna be we're gonna make a cut like that dude we picked up from the cubs today like i just went and looked he's you don't want to look yeah. at his ERA. He's he's been in three games. His ERA is four. You pitched up Mitch. You picked up Mitch White. Was what I saw. Yeah, forty. <laughs> his, his ERA was forty. So, um, you know, maybe he's got. You know, maybe he's an up and comer. But you know what he's done in the majors is not. I mean, I think I could get through at least an inning of baseball and not have a forty. You know, ERA, but. Maybe. I gotta have my shoulder fixed before the end of there the year. We'll, so we'll I pay, got no. We'll, we'll <laughs> take that out of the budget. Yeah, we'll take that out of the budget. You can. We'll get that no. done for you. But yeah, I mean, it's, it looks like small thrown from right field the first time. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there's gonna be some big. There's gonna be some big moves. There's a big. Like I mean, Otani is the big fish, and once Otani yes. goes, he's gonna change the 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 landscape of either the American League or the National League wherever he lands. Uh, Just I, think about what he's going to do to Major League Baseball. He's yeah. hurt, <laughs> and he's going to get the craziest contract probably in Major Ever. League Baseball history. And you want to hear and another that's one? Saying a lot. I actually feel like Mike Trout might be tradable from the from the Angels as well this year. Um, I feel like, although Trout has been hurt a lot, oh my, uh, you know, I feel like he still is probably still the best, the best baseball, baseball player. Yeah. And so, you know, you look at it, there's five or six teams out there that could really use not only, you know, his ability, but him. Like just, just, just Mike Trout being there, um, you know, and Angels have failed Mike Trout. They need to trade massively. They need to trade him. Put him to a team that he can actually win a goddamn World Series or just be in the Freaking challenge, challenge. (laughs) Just have the poor guy looking forward to October for once in his whole career. Like, I mean, talk about just letting somebody wilt on the vine. Like, get it together, trade him. They'll get good value back for him. He'll end up somewhere where he'll be the king of the mountain. And I mean, even the shines even come off him in Anaheim. Like, I mean, I have have friends here who are trout fans and they're, yes. they're, they're waning on it now. They're, they're like, man, whatever. Like, I mean, it's, he's, it's so bad. And he, he, I mean, he's, he's not good enough to move the needle. He is, but they're just so crappy. They just don't, you know, but and he doesn't he, at that price range. He doesn't help them. No, at all. So if but they could help somebody else, they're going to, they're going to eat a bunch of his money to turn around and get prospects in that trade from whoever they get. Or they're going to take somebody else's problem that's a shorter in term shorter problem because <laughs> yeah. he is not an unrestricted free agent until 2031 when he would be turning 39 years old. And do you have any idea how much money Mike Trout was making every year until then, Mr. Lyons? He's 30, 32 or something, or 36 or something insane, isn't he? 35 and a half. Oh, I was so close there. <laughs> and um, actually, 
they give him a, and I don't, this can't be right. According to sport track, they give him a signing bonus of just making sure he keeps that ink wet on the contract of to the tune of 1.6 mil every year. <laughs> so I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. Oh, could you just sign this here? Refresh the yeah. ink. <laughs> Uh, oh well i mean Uh, you know that point i would happily find a way to make trout on this team yeah and it's gonna get fun i feel like i feel like there's gonna be some fun points here where we do get to really spitball a few big names um you know and i I feel like some of that stuff's gonna change and and you know like even even some of the underliers that that weren't mentioned sort of in the main part of that like randall gritchick i thought when he went to the angels this year was on fire and Randall Gritchick is, is actually a very good baseball player. He could end up back on the Jays. I mean, he's a good outfielder that can hit. And um, again, it was and now it we was, need a left fielder, which I think would fit more for him. Yeah, there. And, and I mean, he, he yeah. knows he knows the Jays. He knows the system. He knows the place. I don't know. Um, There's a lot of worse things that could happen, but I would hope that's not where the Blue Jays are hedging their bet for the offseason yes, here. No, because if no. that's what's happening, I'm sorry to say, Jason, we're probably going to get knocked out first thing in the wild card again in 2024, <laughs> which is the race what, for the wild any card. Goal, yeah. Any goal right now has to at least be ALCS. <laughs> yeah. I like the fact that, that, you know, like we've gone past that now and we, we, the Jays now know this team now knows that they can't end up in that wild card position. It's too risky. You, you, you Correct. need to get past it. And, you know, there's a few things that'll push the rock up the hill and I hope that they can, you know, they can find a few of those pieces. If they haven't learned it this year, this whole management needs to be Gone. set to pasture. Gone. Because in the midst of this whole thing, everybody felt like we got really better. And I think last this time last year, going into the offseason, they did, in my opinion, enough to be competitive, but the other teams around them drastically improved. Yeah. You can't be a f- defensive first team in the American League East. Or no, in, not anymore. In my opinion, the American League period right now, because you're not going to be a anything more than a wild card team. And barely yeah. at that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Know. So they got to find a way to get that whole string of starting pitching that whole season like we had at the end of the year. Um, and like I said, maybe that is bringing somebody like Ryu back or – adding whoever to that fifth spot really shoring it up it's finding yeah. a fucking bat <laughs> yeah. it's finding a, a consistent sprinkling a consistent bat that that wants to be a part of that team correct there's enough things that could happen this offseason that i think are going to happen but they need to start attacking these things in the offseason sooner rather than later yeah. american thanksgiving's here in a few weeks the last couple of years, there's been a move by the end of November that has really set the pace for the off season. I think this off season is going to be very in that same ballpark. I don't think it's going to be the Otani news that you were alluding yeah. to in a minute. But there's going to be something big that happens in Major League Baseball in the next 20, 30 days here. Yeah, and it's going to set the tone for this off season because here's the other catch, Jason. This year we don't have to deal with all the lockout bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> all the right. other crap right there is a real off season coming yep so maybe some plans actually come to fruition here yeah wild yeah, wild west i know yep there you go is there anything you'd like to add before we give our normal chant and get out of here no i'm pretty good
Good deal. So Blue Jays fans, I don't know if you've noticed, but yes, we are still here. Join us every week, and we've been very happy to have everybody chiming in. We're trying to be more active on on Twitter, Instagram. Jason's been doing a good job putting out some goofy videos in his Toronto Blue Jays Halloween uh, beer cart. Yep. <laughs> Fun that he had the other day. You have a very Schneider-esque-ish mustache going, my friend. So yeah, there you the go. Mo- <laughs> the Movember, uh, I usually cheat a little bit, and um, – I'm finally to the point now that I can almost go to the wood and in like two days, I have a pretty solid mustache. So um, it's, you know, my wife's favorite month of the year, every single time November rolls around, she's just so excited that I put this lip lattice on, you know, so (laughs) meanwhile, I got this whole thing where like right now it's like, okay, I spend, I even trimmed it since November and it's kind of like the bullfrog thing going on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's serious. You got some (laughs) serious beard going on there, my man. (laughs) <laughs> but we'll see what happens. But to that point, Blue Jays fans, make sure you tune in every week. We are here Mondays at seven o'clock Eastern time until further notice. If you hear anything different, then you're not in the right place. Nope. So we got some fun things coming this off season, including some fun things like we had last week. If you didn't have a chance to check it out, we had our friend Brian Parrot from uh, Mint Cases of Collecting Baseball Cards. We had a very fun show with Jason and I and him. This past week, make sure you check that out on YouTube. It is non-specific to any baseball news. It was just a fun night of talking, collecting, and baseball cards. And it was a really good time. And oh, I, right. Jason, the rest of those packs that Peyton opened, yeah, holy crap, killed it. Really? <laughs> nice. Got Corbin Carroll, uh, rookie gold card. Fabulous. All these kinds of things in that back, in those sets of packs. That's so awesome. scored that on the right stop, apparently, that hobby yeah. pack, box or 12 packs. Yep. So make sure you check that episode out. Jason and I had a great time. And to that point, Jason, have you had a talk on that kind of a thing in a long time? No, I, I, mean, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. And, you know, it's it's fun because I think it opens up the door for, you know, like dugout mugs and baseballism and a few other guys that we want to reach out to and try and get on. Um, it's not that we want to get more commercial. It's just a different thing to talk about. Um you know, talking about free agents and talking about, you know, this other stuff is great and we love it. But sometimes it's fun to shut that off and just talk about the other fun parts of baseball. So if there's anybody out there that subscribes or listens, you know, if you've got a cool small baseball company or, you know, if you do anything cool, like you've got a baseball school or, or whatever, uh, we'd love to hear Charity, from you. Baseball, whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. You know, this is the the barroom fan side talk. You know, that's what it's supposed to be all about. So the more fans, the merrier. There it is. So make sure you tune in every Monday. We are live at 7 o'clock Eastern time. Make sure you catch us on YouTube live or any of the other fun places you stream to. And if you miss us during the live show, make sure you get listen wherever you get your podcasting pleasures. We are on every platform at this point. We are the J, we are the Jay Bird Watching Podcast, and we are the official Blue Jays podcast of jaysjournal.com and Fansided Network. So on that note, three, two, one. Let's go, Blue Jays. Where's Thank Ke- you for listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, at BirdWatchingGC, and our YouTube channel. If you want to support the show and get extra content, please consider joining us to our Patreon at patreon.com slash birdwatchinggc. Go Jays, go. Woo! 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.